News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has said that he has informed the United States that he opposes the establishment of a Palestinian state as part of any post-war scenario currently. And Patrick Brewery, senior security lecturer at the University of Bath and former NATO analyst and army officer, joins us. Patrick, are you surprised at this? No, I'm not really, to be honest with you. I think um, on the one hand, it's been Netanyahu's uh, personal position for a while. Uh, He's only ever been lukewarm about an idea of a two-state solution. Um, and then secondly, the way that the Israelis have conducted essentially their strategy and the war since the horrendous attack on October the 7th um, looks increasingly like they didn't want to countenance a, uh, a two-state solution for the Palestinians in the way that they went about the war um, and the, the horrendous destruction they brought on Gaza. So it sort of fits exactly with the bill uh, okay. of what we've seen. And Patrick, in that Israeli mindset, if they don't envisage a two-state solution, what do you think they are saying that they do envisage? This is it. Um, I, I think, to be honest with you, in the way that they've gone about the war, their their main aim seems to be to, I think, teach the uh, Palestinians, the Gazans, a, a lesson, first of all. I think there's definitely a hint of that. They could have gone about this in a much more targeted way. Uh, it would have taken longer and they would have had to take more risk, but they didn't have to destroy the place. I don't know if you saw yesterday, they put about 315 mines around the Gaza University yeah. and just completely blew it. So, oops, so it just looks like it's basically we are destroying the um, apparatus and infrastructure that existed there so that you don't want to live there really anymore. That's my reading of it from a security so perspective. So they are literally, I don't want to use these terms because I know they're very specific means, but, but almost like an ethnic cleansing of Gaza. Is that what we're, I mean, people are accusing them of genocide already. But is, is that in your view, the reality of what we're looking at? But just to be clear, like nations are <clears throat> nations are accusing them of genocide, not people. Um, and uh, you know, I totally understand that their need and their feeling, the Israelis' feeling of, um, well, first of all, deep and, and Netanyahu's part, part, deep shame that this happened on his watch. Secondly, the incredible fear that they must fear, uh, feel after that brutal uh, attack. But there is a, a an issue of proportionality here yeah. and of doing your best to to. Um, to keep civilian casualties in the lowest and destruction as well to the lowest possible. And it's basically been gloves off. Uh, and we've seen that. And, you know, yeah. you expect that from the Israelis for about a week or two, but I did not expect it to go on this long. It's completely out of proportion. So, um, and I, are they going to of, be allowed continue, do you think? I mean, what, what do you think this statement is going to do in terms of, say, US-Israeli uh, relations? Yeah, so I think given where the US politics is and it's an election year, I think Netanyahu has calculated they're not going to do anything. If they were going to do anything, if they were going to pull the rug on the military supplies especially, they would have done it by now. And actually the violence is beginning to taper down. The Israelis are beginning to get a little bit more targeted. You've seen them killing the Hamas leaders. So I think he's made a calculation, nothing's happening this year. Uh, And I can come out and that might be his opening uh, gambit, that, OK, there's no two-state two solution. Um, but, you know, it didn't have to go like this. They could have gone, we, they could have gone a much more targeted and yeah. long-term campaign against Hamas and offered a two-state solution while they did it. And I suppose, Patrick, like we're, we're looking in, into utter devastation 
in Gaza already. But is there any way of of any would we be looking at sanctions or is there any way of Israel being stopped at this point from doing exactly what it chooses? I mean, you know, the Israeli military will always calculate that global public opinion will move against them eventually when they do this and that they have a window of opportunity for which to strike back. Um, I think they, I think they're, they've obviously pushed that window of opportunity as far as they can. I think they're in, in the nature of the attack means they're much more um, inoculated against the global response anyway. So... I'm not convinced, really. You know, I think it would be obviously the U.S. is trying to, and we're seeing the yeah. sort of the, the 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 contours of them starting to get more targeted and hitting the leadership rather than just the civilians. Um, but I'm not convinced there'll be a major change or anything like that. You know, and Patrick, I suppose, just in, yeah. I was just going to ask you, but, Go but to, just about but the implications of all of this for the region, but also for the rest of the world. Yeah, well, I think, you know, there's a, uh, in the region in terms of, you know, it seems like most of the Gulf states are, are happy enough. They were, there was a rapprochement going on and an increasing status quo, a concert of interest developing in the region, um, of which Israel was actually, you know, involved. And I think at the nation level, a lot of the states are still keen to, to keep that going for economic reasons, for re- regime security reasons. Um, I think the more worrying thing for the world is this is going to create, I would imagine, uh, a generation of, uh, you know, very staunch, almost jihadist uh, in the region who are highly supportive of the Palestinian cause, view the West as deeply hypocritical uh, and dangerous. Uh, and I think there'll be a, a blowback in terms of the terrorism threat to, to the Europe and the US in the long run. In the same so, way we saw at the, at the height of the Syrian conflict, we, we saw an increase. In, yeah, in, and in, Iraq, in, don't forget, Iraq 2003, this kind of thing. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I would not be surprised at all, unfortunately. Okay, look, thank you very much as ever for that analysis. That is Patrick Bury, their senior security lecturer at the University of Bath and former NATO analyst and army officer. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.